Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Um, so we are all here doing the intro this time. We're all in yep. the same spot. We are. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yep. We all got together just for this. We're at, at a long table. Normally, we've got we... a turkey in the middle. <laughs> all the trimmings, all that stuff. Norm- I, I am not a turkey. <laughs> Normally, we record alone. We don't record together. <laughs> we do it all by Skype. We're all in separate rooms of the same building. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I'm going to start this off with saying what I'm thankful for. All right. I think I'm thankful for my family, like my son and my mother and father and all that. Just thankful that, that I have them around me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a nice sentiment. Since we're playing game, I'm thankful for leveling up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say your character not being dead. I'm always happy when my character's not dead. <laughs> those my character are... deals death. <laughs> those those two things go hand in hand. And I'm thankful th- for that, yes. So I'm thankful for leveling up and increased hit points. Woohoo. So how about you, Roderick? Well, I am thankful for good friends. We have made several close friends throughout the years uh, from completely unexpected places. And we're actually going to go visit some of them in Oklahoma after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is over. Friendsgiving. Another thing I'm thankful for is the wonderful sound effects that we have been given permission to use from Sword Coast Soundscapes. As always, you can give them a listen at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Well, I'm also thankful for friends and family, such as my son and all my wonderful friends and the family that I do have. Speaking of friends, though, I'm thankful for our friends Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for letting us use their music. You can check them out at www.midnightsyndicate.com and get those uh, spooky or thankful sounds (laughs) for your special adventures. It's all in how you look at it. (laughs) Exactly. I'm very thankful for them when they scare me while we're playing. Well, I am also thankful for family and friends and my faith and all that good stuff. And of course, I know I speak for everyone at this table. We are thankful for you, the listeners. Thank you for sticking through it with us. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Get stuffed. (laughs) (laughs) Get stuffed and enjoy the show. Yes. fearless leader is busy stuffing his face. Gary, what's that in your mouth? It's a kolache. <laughs> kolache? Not a sausage roll Not or a chub. This is a nice sweet pastry known as a kolache. You know, we are single-handedly in this podcast going to fix the world and get them to stop calling sausage rolls kolaches. That's our goal. <sighs> I mm-hmm. hope. That's my goal anyway. Yeah. Where's, where'd you get that kolache from there, Gary? Well, Philip happened to bring them back from West, so they're from the check stop. Yes. Yay, check stop. Always stop there when I'm coming back home. So does everyone else, apparently. Yep. yep. No, that that line's ridiculous. <laughs> if you're driving through Central Texas on I-35, make sure you stop at the check stop for some awesome kolaches and some sausage rolls. This is not paid advertising. Yeah, they're not paying us to say that. This nope. Is, this is just, we love, everyone in Texas loves the check stop. Yes. If you don't, then you're not from Texas. Agreed. Or you're just dumb. It's fun seeing where different ethnic groups planted themselves after they immigrated. And just stuck there. Like, uh, you have Polish Catholic uh, background. <clears throat> yes, I do. From Illinois. Yep. At one point, there were more Poles in Chicago than there were in Warsaw. Wow. Well, isn't that yeah. the fact with Irish? There are more Irish Americans than there are Irish citizens. I believe that's probably that. true. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a good yeah. potato famine, and that's what's going to happen. Well, mm. that should get cut. <laughs> <laughs>
That's what happened. That's the actual history. <laughs> okay. It's true. It's true. When we were visiting some of my mom's cousins in Ireland, there were potatoes had with every meal. With every meal, yes. It was a requirement. It was wonderful. It was awesome. <laughs> But anyway, enough about kolaches, even though they are great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for bringing those, Philip. Yes, yeah. Thank you for oh, no problem. Yeah, Philip. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. And they're very fitting for the setting of this game. Yeah, but- for the record, we all already ate ours. <laughs> I was just still stuffing my face because I was prepping. <laughs> so, you guys are in a little bit of a predicament here back in the prison. <sighs> Nothing new about that. Nope. Yeah, two gross things are coming out of the basket next to this table. <laughs> uh-huh. Boo. Oh, like Adam's family? Uh-huh. Yep. And stop. <laughs> that was pretty awesome seeing everyone snap, though. <laughs> That's what you call a cultural icon. Mm-hmm. Yes. So at the end of last episode, you had a couple of creepy, crawly hands making their way out of this bloody basket on the floor. Uh. And we were rolling for initiative. Dun, dun, dun. To tell you, disembodied hands are one of the things, along with devil dolls, that I really hate. I hate anything that skitters. G- Gary, can you describe this room again? It's been a week. Yeah, I've forgotten absolutely. what it looked like. It's a torture chamber? This is a torture chamber. So you've got directly in front of you is a rack with a body stretched out that has Ew. been... Yeah, all the limbs have been removed from the torso. Uh, You've got that bloody basket on the floor, which has parts that were missing from the body. Oh. You've got other implements of torture all around the room. You have a fire pit in the corner, and you also have an iron maiden that looks like a screaming woman in one corner as well. I I now know why I didn't remember this room. It's because I blocked it out from my memory. Because it's horrifying. So, are these hands fresh? Not necessarily. Are they skeletal? They're they're still fleshy, but they're definitely... uh, Aged like a... They're kind of withered. Like a steak? Beef jerky? Yeah, Yeah. beef jerky. Dried out. Mummified, perhaps? And this is, uh, just a reminder, this is in the dungeon of Harrowstone, and we've we've fought all the specters, da-da-da, and we're just, we're looking for the warden's weapon, or symbol of power, which we think is his truncheon. Yeah, it's a symbol of authority, so it's either going to be on his body somewhere down here, or we're going to find the keys, and then we're going to find the symbol in the safe. Mm -hmm. These are our predictions. Yeah. And we're fully expecting to run into cult leaders. Not necessarily leaders, probably minions, cult minions. Well, I felt pretty confident about that at first, but we haven't seen them at all Mm -hmm. up to this point, so maybe uh, maybe I was wrong on that prediction. I mean, I think I thought the same thing. They're just hiding in a cell somewhere waiting for us to waiting to jump 50 out. 50 years for someone to come by. <laughs> well, we know they got the professor there. That's what I'm saying. So. We know they've been here. Yeah. But seeing no sign of them since, it's yeah. like they, they took care of him, but then they left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We shall see. So what we got for those initiatives? Let's go with Dwarfy first. So I rolled a 16. 16 for Dwarfy. Vivian. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Talk about torture. <laughs> Zenobia. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Roderick. Fifteen. Fifteen. And Richard, can you describe where we are in in this torture room? We like to call it enhanced interrogation. <laughs> it is. So it's actually a very large room. There's some sort of large. Is it? What is it? A furnace or something like that over in this corner? The big fire pit. Yeah, it's like a. It's a big fire pit, and then there's a table in the center, which is the rack. And then the 
Iron Maiden is over on the west side. Yes. And there's other various uh, torture implements along the walls. Richard, can you describe where we are in the room? We're sort of fanned out around the rack. Um, we were we were looking around the room when we came in. So I've got us kind of spread out looking around and then the hands popped out of the basket. And I think they popped out while Zenobia was on her way over to the Iron Maiden. Yes, Zenobia. Yeah, yeah. Zenobia is currently closest to them. Which, by the way, this is what the Iron Maiden looks like. Oh, that's creepy. Do you know what it looks like? Uh, bringing it back around, it looks like the fifth element. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Except scarier. Yeah. It's the creepy version of the fifth element. It's the sixth element. You see dead Death. people? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Supreme being. <laughs> Lots of dead I people. I protect you. All right. Well, we're getting started in this round with the creepy crawly hands. Go figure. Yeah, what a shocker. The monsters rolled higher initiative. <laughs> All right, so we have those two hands. One of them is going to crawl to Zenobia, and the other one will crawl around to Dwarfy. It looks like the hand popped up on the table and, like, skittered towards him all creepy. Exactly. <laughs> Across the body that's <sighs> on the table. And it is, it is currently striking at him while still atop the table. Everyone at the table keeps making creepy hands, and it's just, it's really creepy. Stop it. <laughs> it's creeping me out. I didn't realize I had such a... Phobia of hands? Yeah, I was trying to think of the fancy word for hands. Skitterphobic? Phalangophobia. (laughs) I'd be afraid of fingers. Yeah, well, it's part of hand. All right, so the one hand that crawled over to Zenobia, the first thing it is going to do is reach out and splash a drop of blood on you. Ew, that's so creepy. And that's all you know that it does for now. Do we, like, like, flick it? Yes. Uh, why? Does she not get a reflex save? Nope. Why is it flicking blood at her? It's like it just picked its nose. Mm. Ew. Uh, that's not booger? Yeah. That's well, so that's gross. It's not booger. And the hand that is over by Dwarfy is going to reach out and try to grab Dwarfy. Reach out and touch me. That is a 20 against your CMD. You got me. All right. You got me, gal. So you are grappled. And it will begin to strangle you. Does it have constrict? It does not have constrict, but it does have strangle, which means that you cannot cast spells with verbal components. Which is almost all spells. Indeed. Indeed. So, exciting round for the creepy curly hands. Dwarfy, you are up next. Well, I mean, what can I do if it's... Can I... I I don't don't know what I can do. You're essentially grappled, so you can try to escape the grapple or break the grapple. Well, I mean... If if you have a one-headed weapon, you can attack with it. Some more. (laughs) Yeah, that's the actual answer. I mean, I have a... uh, I have the hand axe. Yes, you should axe your own neck. See, but that's the thing. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I can use, use the hand axe on the hand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I've got nothing else that'll help, so I guess I'll just try and break the grapple. Okay. How do I do that? Put a pencil in between two of the fingers and then squeeze. <laughs> use Vaseline. What if I use my dice? That works, too. Uh, so it's CMB as in boy? Mm-hmm. So Unless that, you have a, a higher escape artist, you can use that too. Okay. He doesn't. I don't. Uh, six, uh, no, it's 12 plus that is 14. That breaks the grapple. Yay! So I rip it off of my neck. Does it fall? Do I throw it? What happens to it? Yeah, you throw it back on the table. Back where it was. Can I basically just fling it? And can I hit it? It's a full round to escape, correct? It's a standard action. Okay. So, so you can move. It. Standard action to escape, so. I'll take a five foot step back. 
You could move further if you wanted. I'll take another step back. That would provoke. Oh, never mind. Don't listen to me. Five foot step back. <laughs> All right. So that was fun from Dwarfy. Yeah. He goes, <laughs> oh, they call me Neck. And he yeah. wants to. You look a little dirty. You look a little stupid. <laughs> My. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean it. Sorry. Sorry. The hand waves a finger at you. My best friend just died. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which finger? The bad finger. It's not showing you West Virginia. <laughs> Did y'all get that joke, by the way? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed it meant flipping someone if off. If you do that, it looks like the state of West Virginia. Oh, well, see, I'm from Texas, therefore I don't know anything about any other state shape. I only know that because I have from West Virginia. <laughs> and no. he told you that specifically. He did. They're, <laughs> Up until went, then, you did oh. I didn't. He went to West Virginia University and... You've got all the there. states on your shirt. It's probably on there somewhere. Look for look for it the is. middle finger. I see a mitten. <laughs> oh, I see it. Uh, right. Roderick, you're up next. Alright, so... Roderick is happy that Dwarfy got the hand off of him and stepped back because Roderick is going to activate his spell combat ability. He is going to cast Burning Hands on both of the creepy crawly hands that are on the table. I hope it works. So that is a reflex save from the hands. Talk to the hand. (laughs) Who knew there were so many hand phrases? So that is six points if they fail the save, three points if they succeed. It's a nine and an eleven. Those are both failures, so Yay. they both take six points of fire damage. Six points of fire damage to each. So yeah. that was the first half of his turn. He's then going to spend an arcane pool point to magically enhance his now keen plus one longsword. He's going to take a five foot step forward towards the hand that just grappled Dwarfy. Okay. And he's going to swing with said keen plus one longsword. Natural one. You, you don't know how many spells I'm going to prepare that don't have attack rolls in them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is a natural 12 to confirm, so that's going to be a at least an 18. All right, so not a confirmed fumble, just a miss. I'm really good. Before you rolled, I was just thinking of how dramatic it is to attack a hand with a, with long, a sword. long sword. <laughs> I almost envision, like, instead of it being just a full f- miss... Like the hand just pops up and holds the, the sword oh, for a second. Oh, perfect! Like and between its little fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Catches making Roger making Roderick look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. What I envisioned is, you know, that knife game. That's what I was stab thinking. Stab it through the hands. Yeah. It goes right between its fingers. Yeah. Yeah. And you just keep trying and keep moving. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happened. Oh, uh, Roderick! <laughs> Good job on the so burning hands. Yeah, the burning hands. Yeah. So you can cast fire spells well, but you don't do well with ice spells. Well. <laughs> I do well with spells that don't have attack rolls. Ah, that's, <laughs> that's what true. It is. Zenobia, you are up next. So, can I? So I have a choice. I could study it and hit it, or I can quick draw holy water and can I quick draw holy water, pour it on my mace and smack it? Yes. yes. I think I'm going to do that. Holy water and the mace. And smack it. And smack it. Let's try and smack it. Let's see. One, say three, hmm. uh, which is eight. A total one miss. And I hit the body. <laughs> that poor corpse has been through enough. This mm. poor guy. <laughs> Dang, that makes me mad. All right. And next up is Vivian. Knowledge religion. Okay. Ooh, 28. 28. So you know these are definitely crawling hands. Oh, very creative. <laughs> That's a good name. That's what they're called. 
Uh, they are diminutive-sized undead. Diminutive-sized? Diminutive. Diminutive-sized. What does that mean? Smaller than smaller small. Smaller than tiny. Wow. That means they're small enough size that they can move through your space without provoking. So they're really tiny. Yep. Like, it's a disembodied hand. That's even creepier. Are they baby hands? That would be even, even creepier. <laughs> That's I'm pretty what I'm sure imagining. That, I'm pretty yeah. sure that this guy's hands... But they're so tiny. Oh, so it's Donald Trump? Oh, my God. <gasps> they're Donald Trump hands. They are. Is Death Row with these heads? <laughs> I, I was thinking more Denise from Saturday Night Live. Oh, the little with the little, the little hands. Yeah. I was thinking um, the Burger King commercial. No, was... I got these tiny hands. <laughs> uh, uh, they don't have much to them, except the only thing that's special about them is that they can mark their quarry, which is basically the their version of studying a target. And that's what that blood that's thing what was? Did with the- yep. Yeah. Gross. Um, can I step back, by the way? Yeah. Gonna do that. <laughs> They're undead, though? They are undead. Alrighty, I'm just gonna go ahead and, and do a little po- channel positive energy. Just burst that out. Alright. She is just done with all these undead. Yeah. Six and a seven on those saves. Well, that's good because I only rolled a three in damage. And, oh, come on. <laughs> and three is enough to destroy the hands. <sighs> it looks impressive. <laughs> she doesn't let on how, how wimpy of a channel that was. <laughs> oh, thank you. God. Her note was flat that she was singing. She was really tired of them. She was so tired of mm-hmm. them. She's like, oh, go away. I don't want to deal with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So you've defeated the creepy crawly hands. Do they have, do they have gold? <laughs> they do not have gold. Any no rings. rings? Yeah, no any rings. rings? No magical weapons? No magical weapons. Got a little... Uh, Search the room! Brass knuckles. Search the room! I need to know where everyone is going as they search the room. Why? For reasons. <laughs> so move your pawns to where you actually intend to be. Vivian? What part of the room you're searching. So Dwarfy is going to go to that wall. He's going to the western wall. Where the Iron Maiden is. Right. And he's going to start, you know, feeling around the perimeter to use his stone cutting to look at, at the walls. Okay. Vivian wanted to wants to go up and examine the rack and the basket that the uh, hands came out of. Okay. Roderick is examining the south wall, and he only rolled a nine perception, so... Okay. I want to search the body on the rack. So Zenobia yeah, and, and Vivian. Vivian are together looking at the rack. All right. So we haven't gotten onto the at east side of the room at all. We're all still kind of hanging out on the western. So toward the middle or western mm-hmm. part of yes. the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that I know where you are in the room... Dwarfy, give me a will save. All right. Mm, that's All a cracked die. Right? No, it is oh. not a cracked die. It, it landed on a three. So three plus five is eight. Eight. I don't think that's good. That We're going to lose another character. That doesn't sound good. No. Okay. Um. Gary looks worried and pleased at the same time. <laughs> He's plurried. <laughs> He's so, wheezed. So, so Dwarfy. As you approach this Iron Maiden and start to look at it, the Iron Maiden begins to open, <laughs> and you see Thurskel inside. <gasps> Thurskel is hurt and bleeding, but to you he looks alive, and you are forced with a compulsion to run up to him to save him. And as you walk up to him to reach and grab him out of that, he vanishes, and the Iron Maiden pulls you inside. Uh... And to you, the Iron Maiden closes and the spikes from the inside crush into your body. And you take six 
points of constitution damage. <gasps> oh my goodness. Holy shnikes. Uh, everyone is so mad, uh, worried about that. I don't know what that means. And to everybody else, you can see Dwarfy. The Iron Maiden hasn't moved, but these puncture wounds just appear on his body oh. as he's staring at the Iron Maiden. Oh. Ro- Roderick seeing this, he's going to roll Knowledge Religion. Do you want us to be in um, initiative rounds for this, Gary? Let's go into initiative for this. Same initiative or different initiative? You can re-roll. All right. Twelve. Twelve for Zenobia. Roderick? Ten. Ten. Vivian? Twelve as well. My initiative is lower. Okay. My bonus. And Dwarfy? Eight. Eight. Okay. You guys, do something clerical. Okay. Zenobia, you'd be first in the initiative. Zenobia is also the closest. Well, I've got my mace already activated with... uh, Holy water? With holy water. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to smack the... Iron Maiden. Okay. I've changed dice, by the way. <laughs> Did not help that much. Uh, 14. You definitely strike the object. Roll for damage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Six plus the holy water damage, which is 2d4. And that's five more points. Five points? Yes. So you notice as you hit the Iron Maiden, the physical damage doesn't seem to do anything to it, but when the holy water hits it, it starts to sizzle a bit. Okay. Does Anobia say anything? Well, holy water seems to hurt it. It's sizzling. I don't think them doing any mechanical damage. Vivian, you're next. Knowledge religion, please. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, 18? 18? This is a morning maiden haunt. Ooh. Positive pulse, that sucker. Um, what, do I know anything else about a morning maiden haunt? <laughs> It seems to me that this is so dangerous that I kind of want to get rid of it before healing Dwarfy. Uh, it's going to keep damaging him until we mm-hmm. hurt, we kill it. Uh, the only thing you really know about the Morning Maiden uh, haunt is that it forces you to see a loved one in need of help. And when you do see it, you are compulsed to go save them. Mm. Well, that is awful. And Vivian is going to cast Positive Pulse on the haunt on the maiden. Um, she's going to do it in a 10-foot square so that both Thurskel and Zenovia will benefit from... Thurskel's not there. Not Oh, sorry. Aww. <laughs> he was briefly there. Technically, Thurskel would be safe if he was in the maiden as mm-hmm. well, or be helped. Um, Dwarfy is if who I meant, would, though. If he was in the maiden. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't be a maiden. Uh, Thurskel would appreciate that, Joe. Yeah, that was, that was good. Sorry. R.I.P. Thurskill. Um, so, Dwarfy, Zenobia, get some, bu- get some buffs. Haunt can't save against mm-hmm. this. Okay, so that is four points of damage. Okay. And she screams out, Oh, it's a haunt! Dwarfy! And as she's, after she casts this, she's also going to pull out her wand of lesser restoration. All right. Well, that four points of damage was just enough to neutralize this haunt for now. Yeah. It's not gone. It's not gone. So for that, for now, that knowledge religion I rolled before initiative was a 23. All right. Uh, So with that, that would be enough to know that the only way to truly destroy this haunt is to destroy every torture device in this room. I am totally okay with this. We must destroy every enhanced interrogation device in the room. (laughs) 
Uh, can, can I get out of this now, please? You're not in it. You're not in it. Yes, I am. I'm still in here. It hurts. <laughs> so we pick up Dwarfy and move him a few feet away from the device. Vivian's going to begin casting Lesser Restoration okay. on Dwarfy. Thank you, Vivian. But, I mean, you could kiss it and make it better. Well, let me try this first. <laughs> Smack him in the face with a wand. <laughs> Poke him in the butt. He might like that. <laughs> I can just keep doing this, right? Like, Well, um, it spends uses of the wand. Well, yes. Yeah, you yeah I, yes, I understand the, how the one. I didn't know if there was like a Nope, yeah, you can use it to you right now. If just, he, I healed him for five, and I kind of... That's fine, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll <laughs> heal the last one overnight. Yeah, all right, so... Dwarfy, I've healed all but one point of your constitution damage. That's okay. That's, that's, that's plenty. And that used three charges on the wand. Three charges, and you only got five? Very stressed right now, Dwarfy. You should have given it to me. So Roderick is going to roll knowledge religion on the remainder of the room after that. Dwarfy's a really cranky mourner, by the way. Like, it's because nobody likes me and my best friend's dead. I like you plenty, Dwarfy. That was a 24 religion. Right? Uh, you don't really see, don't notice anything else around the room of note. The furnace isn't a haunt, is it? Nope. Just making sure. Uh, detect magic around the room as well. So with this new knowledge, I think the approach we should take is uh, Roderick and Zenobia walking in front of everybody else. <laughs> in front of uh, Vivian. Of course you think. Um, yeah, I do. Um, but she'll cast Detect Magic around the room as we go. Okay. Uh, you do not detect anything magical around the room, but uh, Zenobia and Vivian had both mentioned before of wanting to examine the body that was on the rack. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you do see a skeleton that is still wearing a chainmail uniform. Mm. His skull is still there, but it looks like his jaw has been completely bashed in. You look down the arms of the skeleton and it's missing his hands. Mm. I think we know where they went. You move down toward the rest of the body and inside the pelvis of the skeleton is a ring of keys. Ooh. Oh, Wait. oh, they just fell in. Okay. <laughs> Why would wow. someone put a ring of kings keys in there? <laughs> From his pockets, I expect. Yeah. From his prison pocket. Does it look like... <laughs> and did you guys do perception checks on the... I, I did, but we hadn't said the numbers yet. Okay. I rolled a... Uh, I'll tell you what I rolled. I rolled a 19. A 19? Mm-hmm. I rolled right. a 13. I rolled a 15, 17 with stone cutting. Uh, the 19 on the body, specifically. Mm-hmm. Back up toward the head. It looks like back deeper into the throat along the jaw. There is a shiny star-shaped object. As jam- it looks like it was jammed down its throat. Huh. Hmm. Warden's badge. That's what I was going to say. Oh. This is probably the warden, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about the star on the harrow cards. You could take your badge and, and shove it. Shove it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. I do believe we found the warden. I believe you're correct. And Vivian very daintily reaches into the warden's mouth to pull out the star object. And you do indeed find the warden's badge. Uh, Hero card for Richard. Nah. <laughs> We've met your wife. She's a lovely lady. She's very blue now. Yeah. She's blue because she misses you. That, that's where I was going. <laughs> Dabba-deeba, dabba-da. Um, is he still, he's still tied to the rack? Yes. Even though he's obviously dead, Vivian wants to remove... I'm going to start cutting. I've got, a, got my dagger out and I'm going to start cutting him free. Yes. Vivian would, wants to do the same thing. As I'm doing that, I'm trying my best to actually destroy the... Uh, 
the shackle. The mechanisms. The mechanisms. So okay. having having to destroy all of the torture implements, Roderick is seeing this furnace, and he's feeling like we have a convenient solution at hand. It's, Let's throw everything in the furnace. It's not a furnace. It's a fire pit. But it's not lit. Correct. It right. looks like a spot that you would, you know, heat up branding irons and also, things yes. like that. We also haven't gotten to that side of the room yet, so Jerry... Jerry? Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Who the hell's Jerry? <laughs> I was going to say Gary could jump scare There's us. There's a new fifth party member, Jerry. Jerry could gump scare us. He could gump scare us? <laughs> Is that like, uh, it's like a box of chocolates where you never know what we're going to get? You never know what you're going to get. A Forrest Gump haunted house. <laughs> that could be interesting. So that I just I just got, you know, flashed when, when um, he, uh, he his mother helped him out with the principal. And the principal's walking out. And you just hear, oh, oh, oh. oh, man. So does it look like there's any kind of fuel in the fire pit at all? Because you got to go over that side of the room and check it out. Go look at it. Right, Roger is in roll perception as he moves east. Twenty even. All right, you see a nice cold fire pit. Doesn't look like it's been ignited in ages. I don't think igniting it's a good idea. By the way, Roderick. Well, I figured we could use what wood is in here as fuel to destroy these implements and turn them into ash. What? Why can't we just smash them? Well, I mean, it's ungraceful, but I mean, it's certainly an option. And as you say that, a few of the branding irons that were uh-huh. along the side uh-huh. start moving. Oh, and here we go again. the fire pit. Just crash onto the ground. How dare you, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're not rolling for initiative? Not rolling okay. for initiative. How dare you? We just all jump and are scared. You see, like, a very sudden blast of sweat coming out of Roderick's forehead as that starts. <laughs> it's a, so beautiful. And a poor little rat runs across the floor. And it makes it clang, 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 clang as it knocks everything down. <laughs> yep. It's kind of like, like our cats. <laughs> so, by destroyed, what does that, that exactly mean? It can no longer people? be used. So does blessing it or... We need to physically destroy physically it. Physically destroy it. Okay. Well, you've got a hammer. I do. So does he. Yes. I think <laughs> you should hammer all over this land. Right. How, how do we destroy the Iron Maiden? That's that's pretty tough. No. no I, I, I don't want to go over there. He called me last we time. Know the, we know that holy water But I mean, phys- physically destroy the object. You would know that the Maiden wouldn't reactivate if the other objects were destroyed. It I would, still kind of want to destroy it. Just, I mean, we could do it last. On principle. It's the very last thing we destroy. While, while they're discussing this, Vivian is um, wrapping up the remains of the warden okay. to be transported out of here. So I guess, yeah, I guess to expedite things, Roderick and Dwarfy are just taking their warhammers and just smashing everything. Mm-hmm. Just it's, indiscriminately. Zenobia uh, is doing the same with her mace on this rack. Oh yeah, and hers is magical. Yes. Dwarfy and... I have a silver masterwork. Does that help? Dwarfy and Roderick, as you're on the eastern side of the room, destroying objects over there, give me another perception check. You don't want to use my 20? Nope. That was for, it wasn't for this. 21. <laughs> there you go. Ha uh-huh. ha. <laughs> What did you get? Oh, well, let's not talk about what I got. All right. <laughs> it was a 10, by the way. <laughs> 12 for stone cutting. Oh, that's right. 12 for stone cutting. And with that 21, Roderick, you see on the eastern side of this room a secret passageway. Bum, ba, ba. Dwarfy missed it. What a loser. <laughs> Does it look like it's easily opened? Ye- well, you have keys. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it's locked or like if there's a handle or if I yeah had you to, have to push buttons or if I needed a crowbar to open it you have to solve the riddle on the outside oh no we're screwed is the riddle a perception check no 
Is, is the riddle a tom? You could ask. <laughs> uh, is it actually a riddle? No, no but no. He's, he's, I can make one. It's up. a flavor oh. riddle. Oh, it is now. That's fitting. And I, I, it's a I know the riddle I want to ask. I just want to get the wording right on mm-hmm. it. So. And while this is going on, Zenobia and Vivian continue to destroy the rack until the GM tells us it's destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going until he says stop. What's the rack's hardness? It's wood. What's its safety word? It's cantaloupe. Lampshade. All right, so on this door, you see that there is a riddle. That's unusual. It is. There appears to be a riddle on the door here. A riddle? It says, he comes to bedsides, icy bridges, battlefronts, and crumbling ridges. When he comes, he comes alone. He taps a shoulder, then is gone. Who is he? Death. death. Well, yeah. Cake or death? <laughs> Tea and cake or death? I'll choose the chicken. Little Red Cookbook. <laughs> did you? Did you know that, Roger? Did you know it? You did, did you? Sure, I did. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't think he did either. Well, as the three of you say, death, the panel opens. It's an open death of me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one hurt, Mom. I'm sorry. That hurt so me. So stupid. I love it. <laughs> Best I could do on short notice. So what do we see down the hallway? You see basically a stone tunnel making its way back toward the east side of the prison. Hmm. Have we finished looking around this whole west side? Did we go through all the cells and everything? Yes. Okay, cool. So before we leave here and go down this passageway, have we destroyed this room enough to feel confident that the Iron Maiden is now inert? Yes. Okay. I'll say you can take the time, take 20 on everything to mm-hmm. just beat the crap out of it. And is there any way to destroy the Iron Maiden proper? Yeah, because the, the haunt is inert now, but Roderick wants to destroy the physical object as hey, well. Hey, 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 we could sell this. Don't destroy it. We've disabled it. We don't have a way to take it out of here. No, I got a dolly back at my, my workshop. We're going to come <laughs> back. We're not, all ca- we're not carrying this stuff back. We are actually going to get the stupid horse and cart, the one that exists. <laughs> The one horse and cart in Ustalab is actually going to be used to transport all this stuff. I am not carrying all this stuff on my back. You almost made Gary do a spit take. <laughs> I know. Uh, so my Rod- work is done. Roderick is thinking his righteous indignation is guiding him to want to destroy it, but he's also thinking about all the good he could do with the money he'd get from selling the Iron Maiden. How very Judas Hello. of you. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> So my suggestion is, do you want to put some holy water in it? We can soak rags and we can prop it open so that it can't... Well, here's the question. Is it built into the room? Like, is it movable? It's movable. All right. We give it an extra dousing of holy water for good measure. I mean, it's it's heavy as hell, but it's... Yeah. So do you really want to try to sell the Iron Maiden? Yeah. Okay. So everything's destroyed except the Iron Maiden, which we're going to sell for some money. Okay. Uh, Completely destroyed. So what do you do next? I guess out of curiosity, we examine the pas- the secret passageway east. Okay. I.e. go down it. Are go you carrying the, the warden? Yes. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this. She's packed him up, and in my head, um, I, I sometimes my warped sense of humor surprises me. I'm imagining carrying him like in a baby... A baby Bjorn. Papoose <laughs> with, but like the skeletons like hanging out. So it's like I've got the skeleton head behind my head and like the skeleton oh. body hanging out. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's that over there? <laughs> it's like that Hellboy comic where he has the the skeleton on his back. 
Nobody is red. No. No. Yeah, sure. But it sounds well, that perfect. Thing you said. But that's but the, but, yeah. but basically yes. So I imagine she's got a backpack with a with it a skeleton. Exactly just the skeleton, like or are you carrying his chainmail and everything? But no, it's just in my head she's carrying him like a baby on her back. <laughs> I think that's so funny. <laughs> and we did bring his hands too. He got his hands too. Got it. Okay. So you're making your way into the secret passage. Yes, sir. Yes. All right. We uh, jammed the door. We peed at it. We jam the door open so we don't get suffocated in a cave. Okay. okay. Gary. That's what we do. Gary. He's being so coy. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking uh, about. Uh, uh. I want this clear, Gary. Very good. So you're making your way through this this passage. Uh, this passageway has never been finished. And mm. It's very much still the, the stone walls, not like the smooth, polished stone, but like actually rocky carved into... Mm-hmm. Like the, the ground itself, the yeah, hillside. basically. And as you're moving forward, I need to see exactly where you're stepping. And just for clarification again, Vivian has light on her glaive. Roger, go to 14 perception as we move forward. Okay. 17. 14 perception for Zenobia. 14 for Dwarfy. As we okay. entered, I switched my weapon to my longsword, and I'm poking the ground in front of me before I'm stepping. Well, Vivian, you're the only one to notice as Zenobia takes a step forward that she's about to step into an ooze. Oh, Zenobia! Zenobia stops. And we're rolling for initiative. Yes. Zenobia, what is your initiative? Ten. Ten? Vivian. Fifteen. Fifteen. Roderick. Five. Five. And Dwarfy. Thirteen. Thirteen. Vivian, you are up first. Um, I don't think I have the knowledge for this. Was that Dungeoneering? Correct. Yeah, so I don't have that. So, Vivian's going to... Does she know it's an ooze? Or does she just see that there's something there? Something oozy. Uh, you basically said, what's your step? Mm-hmm. It's very hard to see. Mm-hmm. Unless you make the perception check, even pointing it out, it's still hard mm-hmm. to see it. Oh, there's something ahead of you guys. I, I don't know what it is. Roderick? And she's going to tap Roderick and give him a bit of luck. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> if Roderick became a goat. And she's never going to touch him again <laughs> after that reaction. Excellent. It's very uh, Beavis and Butthead. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, Dwarfy, you're up next. Dwarfy does have dungeon engineering. Wait, dungeon, dungeon engineering. engineering. <laughs> Look, hold on. Knowledge dungeoneering. How about okay. that? Good job. Dwarfy does have knowledge dungeoneering, so he's going to roll a check, and he's not going to do well, and it's going to be an eight, and he's going to know nothing. He, he's heard of these things, but he doesn't know much about them. It's, it's the news. Right? I know that. You do know that. I know it's the news. Ooze is a bad news. That's because it rhymes. <laughs> if it oozes, it's bad newses. What the helpful mnemonic, Dwarfy. Okay, so um, Dwarfy, not knowing what to do yet, is just going to cast Divine Favor on himself. All right. That's a good use. Divine Favor on Dwarfy. Sounds like a plan. Zenobia. I am going to run my knowledge dungeoneering and I know even less than Dorby <laughs> no maybe more nine nine uh, you kind of get the hint that the color is gray all ooze is gray in the dark <laughs> <laughs> that's about all I can tell you it's about all I can tell you too alright well what Zenobia does 
when she can't think of anything else to do is throw some holy water on it. So, <laughs> what the hell? All right. <laughs> throw some holy water on it. Put some Windex on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly who she is. That's exactly who I am. No. <laughs> okay, throw your holy water. So I throw my holy water. Obviously, it's right in front of me. Do I have to roll? Yeah. It's AC5. So I could throw it on my, I could throw it on Roderick. And I get a six. <laughs> All right. So. so you throw the holy water at it. It hits it. It doesn't do anything. Kind of corrodes away a little bit. Just makes it a little wetter, huh? Yep. Ew, ew. It's like that film that gets on Jello. Mm-hmm. Ew. Can I get a five-foot step in without stepping into it? Yeah, that's fine. Does that make me flank it? No. 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 Can't flank a pond? Well, you're not flanking anything at this point. You're facing- but I'm not sneak attacking it either, I guess. So. You can't, no. <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. All right. Next up is the ooze. So the ooze is right next to Zenobia and Dwarfy right now. It is... Going to share some secrets of the ooze. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Get out of here. You live here. Get out. Um, Roderick and Vivian are still ten feet away from it. Do we see any turtles? <laughs> did the little rat run through it? Yeah, we did see a rat earlier. We did. It made a huge noise. Master Splinter. Splinter. Okay, so it is going to take a five-foot step right there. And that way it has all four of you as an option, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. I'm going to roll one through four. Am I now flanking it? Nope. Not quite. So we'll do one is Roderick, two is Vivian, three is Dwarfy, four is Anubia. Three. Dwarfy. Dwarfy's having a rough day. It's a rough day for Dwarfy. As the ooze slams into him. Ah, That's not going to hit. That's a nine. That is a miss. Okay. (laughs) Is this against flat-footed? No, because we've all gone. So this would just be against normal armor. Flat-footed touch. All of it. Not a hit. (laughs) (laughs) And nine's not going to hit most things. Uh, Roderick, you're up next. Okay, you're about to see how much use I'm about to get out of this bit of luck. Okay, so first of all, you said something about hard to see without perception. Do I need to make a separate perception check now? You know where it's at. It's just, if you want to see the clearly defined edges of it, I would make you make a separate perception check. Okay. Uh, can I do that anyway? Sure. Okay. First bit of luck for this round. Natural 20. The other one was a 2. So you can definitely see it. So 28. Alright, so now I'm going to roll Knowledge to Engineering on okay. it. Again, rolling twice. It's a natural 14, so that is a 22. 22. Uh, this is a gray ooze. It is immune to cold and to fire. It's very acidic. So it will corrode your weapons and your armor. Mm. Okay. Well, that's horrifying. I don't like that. Any uh, any other damage that's good against it? Nope. Well, this is all good news for me. Uh, one other thing with that, since you rolled so high, it is immune to flanking and critical hits. It's immune to poison, sleep, paralysis, polymorph, and stunning. Immune to sneak attack. It's also mindless. So not the enemy for Zenobia. Roderick just says, hit it real good. But protect your weapons. <laughs> so, Roderick, with all that information, he's going to spend an arcane pool point swift action to further enhance his weapon. Okay. He's going to roll a concentration check to cast defensively. All right, so he only rolled a 15 on the concentration, so he fails and loses the spell. Bummer. Ooh. Yeah, real happy about that. <laughs> he's going to roll to attack. That's going to hit its natural 12. Oh, he's so sad. <laughs> well, your melee attack hits. 
He's so bombed. Nine points of damage. It takes the damage. And I also need you to make a reflex save. So I get a bit of luck on that too. Fifteen. Fifteen is a fail. Oh no. Does that mean? Means he's about to take some damage. My weapon is. As you strike down with this shiny, new, keen longsword, you strike true and hit into this ooze, but as that ooze touches the metal of this shiny new weapon, it starts to almost turn it black. Is it even eating away at it? Did his bit of luck help with that too? Well, theoretically it helped, but... I mean, his reflex save. He rolled a 15, it wasn't high enough. But didn't he get two? I assume that the other one was lower than a 15. Oh, he did roll two. Yes. Okay. So now he's looking at uh, his weapon hit points, Mom, to see how many points it can take. Before it's broken. Can we restore it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially Dwarf, he has has, uh, mending. So while you look that up, can I go ahead and move on? And I should... All right, Vivian, we're back to the top of the round. Mm. Oh, that was really good, Roderick. Let's try one more time. And she gives him a bit of luck once more. Once more, a bit of luck to Roderick. Okay. Anything else? Uh, can I step back? I can't see the hallway. Can she step behind Roderick? She can step kind of catty corner. Yeah, actually, she, yeah, she's threatened, so she can step catty corner behind him. Yeah, so Vivian's going to step behind Roderick. Okay. To be hopefully out of the oozes, oozy range. Out of the ooze range. Very good. Dwarfy is next. So Dwarfy saw what happened when you attacked it. And he's already broken his hammer once today. Or this adventure. This adventure. His hammer's fine. But, I mean, that's all he can do. He can't... He, he's already cast his spell on himself. He can't really do any other... I mean, the only other thing that he's got spell-wise is fire belly, and this thing's immune to fire. Mm-hmm. So hit him. So I gotta hit him. I mean, I got to. And that's a natural one. Natural Uh-oh. one. But I don't think it's gonna confirm... With a 19. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Not a confirmable. But do I have to make a save for my weapon? No, because you didn't hit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense if it's hard to see that you just yeah. kind of missed it. Missed yeah, it. no, he smacks the ground and it dings, and then he looks at it. He inspects his weapon. Mm. There's no games. He came this close to hitting your toe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Zenobia. I am going to change my weapons. I'm going to draw my short bow. So, take a five-foot step back, study it, and I have still have four plus one arrows. Okay. I also have a silver arrow, but I should save that for werewolf yeah, we or something. Get, we didn't get any indication that silver was good against this. Yes, so I'm just going to use one of my plus one arrows. Okay. That is... Come on, baby. Mama needs to kill some boobs. <laughs> All right. Finally. There's a Zenobia roll. 21. Definitely. 22. Even more of a hit. It's a D6 plus 2. Ah, 3. It does take that damage, and as that arrow sinks into the ooze, it just so slowly melts away as it gets corroded in the ass. Never expect to recover an arrow. So That's a really... Good idea, Mumsy. Okay, next up is the ooze. And once again, I can't see anything. <laughs> Dwarfy and Roderick. Okay. He got me last time. Go for Roderick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eh, that's fine. You could take a five-foot step towards me, too. So. Ooze, are you? We'll go, we'll go for Roderick. I really want to know. 
hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-
Ah, there was a one. So both hit. Yes. Very good. Okay. Nice. The first attack does 11 points of damage. Okay. And so this is brand. Are, is any of this fire damage really being brand? No. Okay. And the second one is eight points of damage. So 19 total? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. That hurt it pretty badly. Did I do my reflex saves for the sword? Yes. 14. That was a fail. And natural what? So it's two attacks with the sword? Yes, sir. 10 points of passive damage to the sword. Uh, that's total? Right. Yes. So a magical longsword has any medium weapon. So any medium weapon has five hit points. Any plus one enhancement on it gives it an additional 10 hit points. Mm. So it's 15. So it is now taken... 13. 13. 13, but it is divided in half since it's an object. Mm-hmm. So it has only taken six. Ooh. So it is not yet broken. The sword's doing better than Vivian. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really scared. But it is Vivian's turn. So, um, <laughs> so I imagine an ooze, it's like a big jelly, right? So I'm like floating in jelly. Can I speak? Can I? Yes. I can. So can I cast Cure Light Wounds on myself? You can't cast any spells that have somatic components while you're grappled. You can channel though, since but that's I can a channel. Yeah, so she's going to channel. Roderick's going to take that healing too. Yay for being a cleric! <laughs> Five points of healing. Better than nothing. I am so scared. Does that relieve your uh, your grappled and your nope. shaken? Does mm. that relieve your shaken state? Uh, nope. Still more than more than below your half your hit points. Yep, I need to be at fourteen, or actually, I need to be at fifteen, and I'm at thirteen. Bummer. Yeah, man. Luckily, it doesn't affect channels, but... That's true. So it's crushing Vivian, and Roderick's just slicing away with his sword, trying to trying to get this stupid thing. Dwarfy, you're up next. It's time to fire that arrow. Mm-hmm. Don't hit Vivian. <laughs> He's not going to. <laughs> Aims straight for her boobs. Not, not at all. Just don't roll a natural one. Then he didn't. He rolled it a, he rolled it at a 10. <laughs> Plus two is 12. That's a hit. Nice. Ooh, seven points of damage. Nice. Very good. Bolt disintegrates. And then you reload? And of course I reload. Reload. I thought that went without saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. <laughs> Zenobia. <laughs> My last plus one arrow. That's 20. Definitely a hit. Studied. With two points of damage. It'd be three. Three points. You rolled a one. Mm-hmm. So three points. Okay. Yes. Takes those three points of damage. Next up is the ooze. Drops Vivian. Nope. And Vivian, you have now been grappled for one round, so your acid is the... Your acid. (laughs) Get your acid. It's all ruined. You should share. (laughs) It's a damn fine acid. Uh, So Vivian, you have been grappled for a full round, so your armor starts to get corroded by the acid from this ooze, Mm. and your armor takes 12 points of damage, and then it will try to maintain the grapple. Does a 27 maintain the grapple? Yes. Okay, so it maintains the grapple. Then it automatically does the constrict damage. Automatically the constrict damage. Just the constrict damage? Not, not its regular damage, I think too. it's its regular damage and the constrict damage. Regular damage and constrict <laughs> damage. You're going to kill me. I'm going to be so bummed dying from an ooze. You're fine. Dwarf can kill you. Are we sure it's both? All right. 
We did pause to make sure we had these rules correct on that one. Yeah, and it looks like if a creature has constrict and it maintains the grapple, from what I'm reading, it doesn't both do its regular damage and its constrict damage at the same time after maintaining the grapple. That bonus damage is only on the initial grapple. So it looks like all she's going to take at this point is just the, the constrict damage. So did she not take armor damage last time either? That was because she had to be constricted for she had to be grappled for an entire round before that happened. Right. So, but that's the only time that damage occurs. It's on the first mm, round. Not necessarily. No, I think if she's grappled for a full another round, it's going to happen again. So she's taken damage from the first time it hit and grappled her. Her armor's taken damage, and now it's maintained the grapple and will take the constrict damage again. Okay. Which is a lot less than what I rolled originally. So with that, Vivian takes. 13 points of damage. I am at zero. So you're unconscious? Nope, I'm disabled. disabled. So I'm still conscious. I'm going to get one more action, and then I may or may not go unconscious. Correct. Well, that was fun. Roderick. All right, same thing as before. Two attacks. It's a five and a 17. Neither is a fumble, so both hit. Mm -hmm. First attack, one, so seven. Second attack, seven, so 13. So 7 plus 13, or? The first attack did 7, the second attack did 13. So 20 points altogether? 20 points of damage altogether. Alright, so that is enough to kill the ooze, but not before I need you to make one more roll on that. Would it be one more or two more? Just one. Okay, so the first attack killed it. Yep. Nice. That's a natural 16, so that's an 18. So that second attack sliced through Vivian. (laughs) 18 still fails. Are you kidding me? It's a very strong acid. Two, Two points of acid damage. It's like a um, nail polish remover. Mm. DC 20 Ugh, the reflex save. That's terrible. All right. His longsword is broken now. Well, it broke on the final killing blow. It just shows how much he loves you. He broke his fancy new magical sword to save you. Mm. That is that is a true sign of love. Yeah. So I, I just imagine he slashes through this ooze and it, it like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it starts to fall, like solidify and fall away. Yeah. And then he goes to swing again, and it's been weakened by the acid already, so when you swing through and hit the ground with it, it breaks the sword. Oh, yeah. It's not destroyed, it's just broken. Right. Yeah, so you could still use it, but it's a penalty now. And Viv- Vivian slumps onto the floor. And then Dwarfy runs up to her with his, with his little stubby legs <laughs> and puts his hands on her face and casts one of his fervors for the day. And does four points of uh, healing. Very nice. Very good. She is no longer disabled. Oof. Thank you, Dwarfy. Oh, love. Uh, are, you, are you good? Do you need more? I do need more, but I can help too. She's she's going to cast mm-hmm. uh, Cure Light Wounds on herself. Ooh. Yeah. Ten points of healing. Jeez, oh, Pete. All right, here's another. Still fervor. shaking. <laughs> Here's another fervor that did uh, five. Five? Five. Very nice. And yeah. I, I think I might have done the damage calculations wrong on the weapon, but it doesn't really make a difference at this point. <laughs> um, so I'm at 19 out of 29 now. I got weapon damage calculations wrong. Who would have guessed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it's not like you get to use it a lot. Uh, she's going to channel. So do you, do you think you gave yourself too much damage? or Not enough. Not enough. Hands off the chest piece. Okay. Everyone take five points of healing. Even weapons and armor? No, sadly. No. And I'm going to channel one more time. Nine points of healing. Oof. Where was that 20 turns ago? Really? <laughs> so, Dwarfy's helping Vivian heal. 
Roderick is like putting the broken end of his sword back on it. It's like, uh, Dwarfy, can could you help a brother out? I uh, can cast uh, mending. Would that help? Yes, in fact, it would. Do you have that prepared? Yeah. Cool. According to the spell, if the weapon has the broken condition, it removes the condition and heals the weapon to at least half. Do I need to roll anything? Not to remove broken. Nope. Well, fix it, fix it. Yeah, so it's still got some damage, which we can deal with later, but it, for the moment, it's at least not broken anymore. Yeah, this spell repairs damaged objects, restoring 1d4 hit points to the object. So do I need to roll a d4? No, it's no. So the next thing it says is if the object has the broken condition, this immediately moves that removes that condition. Cool. Well, immediately. It takes ten minutes. So we spend ten minutes fixing Roderick's sword. Ten minutes in this cave. Let's get out of here. Well, was there anything in this little cave worth uh, fighting a news for? Nope. Just the XP? It's just a uh, passageway that you notice as you make your way forward, it connects to the Nevermore. So you would assume that this was an easy passage for the guards to take the prisoners in the Nevermore Ugh. to be tortured. That's so messed up. Everybody's a criminal in this place. Ugh. But now we have everything. We can put an end to ev- all the horrors of this place. And free Lady Vasoriana. To we- be with her husband again. We are about to be rid of this place. I'm glad of that. Well, you know what I want to do? Throw holy sell water everything. on it. Burn it. Uh, <laughs> after we sell everything. I thought we would sell Burn it stuff. again. As a fire sale then? Yeah. Yes. A fire sale? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we haven't made that joke yet. <laughs> yeah. We're bad. We're failures. I was going to wait till the end. <laughs> and go and go into Warren and Elaine's. So we want to head upstairs with the uh, skeleton. Climbing our rope, which we know is still there because the alarm stone did not go off. <laughs> and you also now have a rope of climbing. I forgot about that. Yeah. We totally use that. that. That's neat, but Roderick really, really likes his alarm stone. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vivian really wants the rope of climbing. Yes. <laughs> Since we you're carrying the, the skeleton baby, yeah. you, you need it. We set it up just for her. She's like, look at how great this is. <laughs> look, at look, Zenobia, I'm doing it. As she goes up and down and up again. <laughs> you don't tell her that it's aerobic climbing. She just thinks that she's suddenly she's gotten better. <laughs> yes, you're doing very well. Very well. It's like bowling with the uh, bumpers on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, I got another strike. <laughs> look what I can do. <laughs> oh, I love Stuart. Oh, so funny. So after Vivian's climbed up and down the rope, proving how amazing she is now, feeling good about herself, do we want to go by straight to Visoriana, or do we want to go to the safe first? Well, the other thing to remember is our things are there. So Roderick's like, let us go to Visoriana, but first let us gather all of our effects from the office, so that way we can have everything with us when we go to complete our quest. All right. Good plan. So we go to the warden's office, gather up our sleeping bags and everything else we had set up there. You know, we're spending the night. And we have the Ring of Keys. Mm-hmm. And we use them to open up the mysterious safe. bum ba ba Okay. As you open up this safe... It's a trap. <laughs> There's ooze coming out of it. You find 500 gold pieces and a wooden rack with several emergency supplies, including... Uh, a fire extinguisher? I want to make you roll on these. Uh, you see nine potions Whoa. of three different types. What would be the roll on that? There's a spellcraft. spellcraft. Roderick gets a 19, taking 10. I'm out. Okay. Let's go with the 19. 19. Uh, the 19 is enough to know that there are four potions of cure moderate wounds, three potions of lesser restoration, and two potions of remove disease. 
Very nice. No fire extinguisher, though? No fire extinguisher. Could have used that. Mm-hmm. And Does was anybody that it? have any That's disease? It. That was in there. Their skill did. Their yeah. skill. Early on, yeah. All right, uh, do we have everything? I think so. I'll carry the money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Lady Vasoriana. So we head over to Madame Vasoriana's room. Okay. Does she do the same, like, summoning swirly uh, out of the pile every single time we show up? Yes. Almost every time. This time she pops up behind you. <laughs> scares the crap out of all of us. <laughs> Don't do that. I almost swung at you. <laughs> Sorry. I just thought I'd have a little fun that time. After everything we've been through, you think that's a good idea? Yes, because I'm feeling better. Well, you are <laughs> welcome. My best friend died. Honestly, uh, yes, her, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Honestly, her warped sense of humor makes sense. She was married to the warden who, while well, he was a good man, couldn't have been that good if there was a torture chamber downstairs. He Enhanced He didn't interrogation. Build the <laughs> so we have your your husband's badge, his warden's badge. We also have your, your husband. husband, as it were. Oh, it's the first time I've seen any semblance of him since those people got rid of his spirit. As she's talking, Vivian is uh, solemnly removing the baby Bjorn from her back and <laughs> putting her bones next to his in a cute cuddle. Yeah, yeah, is laying it, his bones next to Soriana's. Is there anything you can do for him, or can you give him a hand? Because he's uh, missing his. Well, no, there's <laughs> Dwarfy. I have the hands over here. Oh, I thought we left him in the in the torture chamber because they tried to kill us. Madam Soriana, where would you like to be buried? Yes, it is our intention to put the two of you to rest together. I hadn't thought much of that. I spent a long time in this in the warden's house, just here on the grounds. So perhaps next to that might be nice. If we just throw the bones in there and throw a rock at the house, I'm sure it'll just bury the whole thing. It will be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> the DM did say it was a death trap earlier. You do have a sense yes. of humor. But um, we're, we're already dead. <laughs> Just ignore this. I will take care of this myself. I'm so happy to almost be done with all this. I'm going to come back with the one horse in the town. <laughs> some shovels. <sighs> and some laborers. Because... Well, We're taking all the money out of this place that we can find because you right. can't spend it anymore. <laughs> yes, so it's supposed to be a somber moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know. With us, that's funny. Yeah, it's as somber as we get. So we have your final wishes now. Do you have everything you need to finally rid this place of the evil that has been corrupting it for so long? Yes, uh, lay the five items here before me and sense motive twenty. Jeez. Been telling you to do this the whole time. <laughs> she hasn't suddenly gotten evil on us, though. No. I know where he's going with this. Uh, we just were nearly killed by ooze. Yeah. So just lay the lay the five objects here before me with my husband's my husband's badge, and I can take care of this and put these evils to rest for good. Once I do so. I'll finally be free, and I can move on. That is so wonderful. Are you scared? Not at all. Is this scare tactics? Yes, <laughs> you should be. <laughs> <laughs> so they lay out the book, the pipe, the hammer, the axe, and and Roderick takes out the religious symbols, and we place them around the star 
and Vasoriana hovers over the items. She puts her hands out over them and looks up toward the heavens, closes her eyes for a moment, and this blue energy radiates from all of the items and from her and the items are destroyed and Vasoriana looks to you with one tear in her eye and says thank you and fades away and as you gather the rest of the things that you're taking with you you make your way out onto the grounds heading back to Raven Grill you turn back and look at the prison and this blue light starts seeping through all of the windows of the prison and for the first time since you've been in Ravengrow you know this area is at peace you make your way down into Ravengrow into the town everyone has seen the blue light from the prison knowing that everything has settled and there's a feast for you at the Outward Inn. Uh, all of the residents of Ravengrow make an appearance, and each of them tosses a few coins your way, a few more coins for saving the town, and you end up with a nice pool of a thousand gold pieces by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And not just that, but as we conclude this chapter of Carrion Crown, you are level four. And we'll see you next week. Yay. Excellent. Yay, us. We did it, you guys. End of podcast. Bye, guys. R.I.P. <laughs> Thurscale. <laughs>